Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by AG Chase Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Super Talk, where we celebrate every single day the people who make coastal Mississippi and Mississippi, for that matter, such a great place to live, work, and play. Um, you know, I, I'm going to I'm gonna ha- spend the first part of the show once again talking about the Conservation Trust Fund that we've all been working so hard on because it is a very, very, very significant moment in Mississippi's history. Uh, quick disclaimer, um, there was, a, there was a, a maneuver in the Senate that caused the bill to get recommitted. Now, essentially, without getting into the details, if you don't know how the Senate works, Essentially, they took a conference report that was the which was uh, a negotiation between the House and the Senate because they each passed two separate versions. They worked hard in the trenches to get to a point. There was one small tweak that the Senate wanted to make. So instead of approving the conference report, they did what is called recommit the bill, which essentially on on a motion to make this one small uh, change. And um, and so they recommitted. It made a lot of people nervous, obviously. You can imagine. Anytime you recommit a bill, anything can happen. Um, but what I hear, uh, and this is Thursday, what I hear is that today's an important day for this bill. And uh, from uh, from Lieutenant Governor on down, there's a lot of people focused on this. And I look forward to having um, having this bill behind us so we can say, you know, we can actually crack the the um, the the champagne, you know, literally go across the finish line. Uh, we have some appropriation that has to happen. Of course, once the bill's passed, you also need to put money in there, and hopefully that happens as well. I think there's a big commitment to get that done. So, with that disclaimer, I want to I want to turn to my friend Ed Penny, who is a regional. Uh, he has regional responsibilities for Ducks Unlimited. We'll remind you what those responsibilities are here in just a second. But without any further ado, let me just say welcome back to Coast View, my friend Ed. Great to be here again, Ricky. We've come a long way, and you've been a great friend to us and our coalition. You're a lover of outdoors and a supporter of conservation, so we appreciate everything that you've done to to help move this effort forward. Well, I appreciate it. You know, it's it's easy. <clears throat> Once I learned with your help and Alex and James and Chris and John, you know, <clears throat> once I understood what this was all about and the kind of money Mississippi was leaving on the table up to $40 million a year. And once we studied the best practices of other States across the Southeast, it wasn't hard for me to, to be passionate about it. Look, I don't own any land that will benefit from this in any way. I, I lease three farms from a terrific uh, couple of people up in the Delta. And, um, but I, but through, you know, hunting there, and enjoying my time in the Delta over a number of years, many, many years, I might add, I've, I've gotten to be so much more aware of something you and I have talked about here on Coast View many times, we, and I, I think probably we even talked about it on Super Talk Outdoors, and that is that one of our challenges, one of, one of our nation's challenges is when it comes to wildlife enjoyment – is the loss of habitat. I mean, we just, that's just a reality. And certainly, you know, development, farming, there are a lot of reasons for it. But in Mississippi, certainly it's one of the biggest challenges we have. So as a result of that, because of what I've learned <clears throat> about what what happens when farmers are all in on helping to sort of create habitat, 
and do the kind of things that we need to be able to do to to make things better. Uh, I've learned that, and I and I see it, and I thought thought to myself that any program that the state can be involved in, that also gives us the ability to pull down tens of millions of dollars of additional funds that would be used to to help farmers and others do whatever might be. A lot of innovative projects will come out of this, but to increase what uh, to incre- increase uh, wildlife habitat, but also to do a number of other things that can be d- done to help. You know, the average person, whether they hunt or not, enjoy the outdoors. So I'm excited about it. And I was touched by so many amazing people involved in this effort, focused on it. And it was a consequential session of the legislature, a lot of things to take people's attention. It took a team effort to get this done. And and your role, you know, I I was inspired by your role, Ed Penny. Well, thank you, Ricky. And and working on policy for Ducks Unlimited and working with the coalition on on this bill to establish the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. You know, this is a this could be a legacy achievement for all of us. When whenever we retire, whenever we get done doing this, we can point to this as is hopefully a victory that we can all tell our grandkids about because Mississippi, while we love the outdoors, while we love our natural resources, while we do get profit from things like farming and forestry, since we care so much about them, we want to pass them on to future generations. And this is something that we can do today to point to and say, we got this done. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy to be part of the team. It's been a thrill. Uh, but, you know, we can't really envision what the future will look like if we get something like this done because it's so new and so transformative that it's just, you know, it's exciting. Well, what's cool about your position, and let's come back to that for a second, um, as as the director of public policy for the southern region of Ducks Unlimited, what's cool about what you do is that it gives you visibility into what other states are doing. And this is one of the reasons I felt so strongly that non, non-governmental organizations should participate. In fact, the way, I, the way I would say it is sort of what came out of the Secretary of State's effort, and that is that all stakeholders, all stakeholders should be private landowners, you know, public entities, government, non-governmental, anyone, any organization that has a love of conservation and the outdoors should be as, have a seat at the table and should should be challenged actually to go find innovative projects that can take you know we'll have the benefit of those best practices incidentally to as as a predicate to what we're going to do here but you get visibility into what's happening in other states and that probably makes you even more pumped about what this could mean for Mississippi. Yeah, that's right, Ricky. And as a lifelong Mississippian uh, and you know born and raised in Houston, Mississippi now living in Jackson, I get to work in a lot of Southern states. And I was actually in Washington, D.C. this week working on an issue for Louisiana. Uh, But I'll be honest with you, you know, I get to work in a lot of states and see and work on projects there. But Mississippi is my home. Uh, And that's the biggest reason I want to get this trust fund done is that I want my own state to benefit from my work. Uh, You know, Louisiana is working on a similar effort. We're actually working on a bill to get out of the House of Representatives next week. Similar things, similar, uh, similar outcomes, similar, similar partnership, public-private based conservation there is here. Uh, but, you know, South Carolina, same thing, working on a bill there to further conservation funding. So, 
you know, working in 13 states is fun, but I want to be able to focus on Mississippi every now and then. And, and this is a this is a great opportunity. After Hurricane Katrina, and I've mentioned this many times on Coast View, but uh, Haley Barber gave a speech at a special special session. And, um, I mean, there's a lot of work that had to be done. We were still trying to understand sort of where we were as a state in the path, in the, in the wake of Hurricane Katrina. Certainly the coast was undigging itself. And we were still, you know, when he gave that, this really famous speech, you know, we were still trying to get the debris up, you know, much less, you know, rebuild hope in our future. And, 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 you know, we, we were, we were hopeful certainly that, we would get the billions of dollars it would require for us to un- undig, and, and thank God Haley was in that position. But one of the things he said in that speech <clears throat> that I'll never forget, and I, again, I say it a lot because I, th- I think it's so important, and that is the fact, <clears throat> the fact that we're all doing generational work. And, and what he said of us in the wake of, <clears throat> as leaders in the wake of Hurricane Katrina was this, that what will our kids and our kids' kids say of us? Will they say that we got it? You know, and and essentially implying, or will they say that we blew it in this moment? And the, the, and he kind of inspired all of us to take the position that failure is literally not an option. There's, it's just not an option. And not only will we rebuild Coastal Mississippi, but we'll rebuild back better. That's the way you. That's the way you leave a generational, uh, you know, impression and a generational ability to enjoy. Uh, maybe the, the situation better than we've been able to enjoy it. And that's what the stewardship trust fund will be for Mississippi, isn't it? It really is. And, you know, from every corner of the state, uh, this trust fund will help support every corner of this state. Uh, you know, I'm a waterfowl hunter. I'm a sportsman. I love to be out on the water too, but that's not every Mississippian, you know, but everybody drinks clean water or everybody needs clean water. Not everybody gets it. Uh, but, you know, folks from every corner of the state will, will, be, will benefit from this because every person in Mississippi loves the outdoors. Whether or not they get out there all the time, they all recognize how important it is to the state. And conservation is something that everybody feels. They just can't really put their finger on it. And this trust fund will help get more habitat, more funding to the ground in people's communities so that they can see the results of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. So when we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the trust fund, but then I'm curious about what what um, Ed is up to these days, because as a, I mentioned, he just, I think 13 states, he said, director of public policy for Ducks Unlimited. There's a lot to learn from what he's involved in these days. We'll see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Supertalk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Um, 
Listen, I love the outdoors. Everyone knows that I hunt and fish and just love being out and soaking it all up. And as my friend, Will Primos of Primos Outdoors has said, and I've quoted many times on this show and also on my outdoor show, that when he goes turkey hunting, it's almost like a religious experience. He's, he feels like he's actually in a prayer is the way he says it. He says he gets it from church, but there's something more he gets when he's in nature. And, um, and so, you know, what's interesting about that is that, you know, people think that hunters are all about, you know, the shooting. And for people who really appreciate hunting, you understand that it's really, you know, that's just, if it happens, that's great. And certainly we're going to put some, some meat in the freezer. It's the best organic eating that you can do. But, but more important than that is the camaraderie. It's the opportunity to, to introduce kids and grandkids into the outdoors and teach them about life about safety and about taking care of themselves and giving them the opportunity to rub shoulders with other people who, who have the, you know, share the same values as you. It's, it's sort of the ultimate. It really is. And when you think about this is a coastal community. Miss, coastal Mississippi is, is, uh, is we're so blessed to have some of, the, some of the most pristine opportunities to enjoy the outdoors here in coastal Mississippi. Uh, Alex Littlejohn from the Nature Conservancy and I talked about the lar- largest undammed waterway in the lower 48 uh, in the, the Pascula River complex and how important that is to coastal Mississippi and the backwaters. And it's just, we're lucky. And, uh, and so when, you know, I have spent a tremendous amount of time educating people about the importance of this stewardship trust fund that, that will probably, well, by the time this airs, will have probably been passed. At least let's hope that's the case. Because I think it's important for all of us to realize that we have, we do have just incredible integrated relationship with the outdoors and coastal Mississippi. It's just that fact. And we have a, we, we're watching other states spend tens of millions of dollars to enhance that enjoyment. And we're not doing it here in Mississippi because oftentimes people like Alex Littlejohn from the Nature Conservancy and Ed Penny from Ducks Unlimited and a lot of people like them are not able to make projects work. Because they can't find the matching funds to go with it, and that's that's frustrating, and it and it and it led to about forty million dollars a year in lost opportunity, so that's why I focused on it a lot. I appreciate you bearing with me as I continue to 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 reflect about it, but it's so important, and and it's generational, and I'm excited about the notion that we will finally get this behind us, and that leadership has really been on board, and we're getting where we need to go. So thank you, and we've got Ed Penny, who's the Southern Region. Director of Public Policy for Ducks Unlimited. What a what I mean, what a great position to be in to really understand the importance of sort of, you know, of leadership, really, political leadership and all the states that you do business in. Um, man, I mean, but the reality is we're we're competing, if you call it competing, with some states that really get it from a conservation point of view. And we gotta really get it, don't we? They do, uh, and we do. You know, getting to work in a lot of different states and working with con- members of Congress from all these states and state legislators, people talk. People come to Mississippi. I want to make the point that all these folks come to Mississippi to hunt and fish. So when I tell them that I live in Mississippi, they're immediately sharing their latest story of coming to the Delta to duck hunt or coming to the coast to go fishing. They all come here, uh, and they recognize how important our resources are here. And it's, it's interesting to hear that. And, you know, Mississippi is a leader. You always say this, Mississippi is a leader in the outdoors. And it's time for our people to step up and recognize that and take our place and act like we're a leader in the outdoors. 
but, you know, working with all these folks, all these elected officials across many southern states, um, they support conservation. They know the work of Ducks Unlimited. We've got a great reputation in doing on-the-ground projects in their states and their districts, just like we do in Mississippi. You know, we, we're doing work on wildlife management areas to improve duck habitat and also to improve public hunting opportunities. I had to uh, testify in Congress <laughs> the other day, and over 25% of duck hunters say that having a place to go is a severe problem, you know. The trust fund and conservation funding and partnerships that will result from the trust fund and additional funding will help address that problem. Uh, and Ducks Unlimited recognizes that, but we need the resources from the state of Mississippi to help address it here. Uh, so, you know, we've talked a little bit about what other states are doing. Uh, they're addressing that problem through not only public land acquisition or making more places to go, but making those places better. And conservation funding is how we do that, whether it's on public or private lands. That's how Ducks Unlimited does our policy work. We're trying to secure the funding, support the programs and make all this work available for Southerners across the across the region to enjoy. Uh, so it's it is extremely gratifying and satisfying and fun to get to talk about waterfowl conservation to a lot of people that don't duck hunt. But when we're done, when we're done talking about it, they immediately get it. And it's something that we all feel. And it's great to see that uh, that they make those decisions that support the things that we care so much about. It's uh, it's so important. Uh, you mentioned the reputation that Mississippi has. And what I what I say often is that we're the capital of the outdoors in America. And you can find a dimension that may be better, but collectively speaking, you know, and as Alex so many times has said, and I've quoted many times, you can go duck hunting in the morning and then uh, go catch a redfish in the afternoon and all and all the points in between. It's just incredible. Um, Steve, Steve Azar, the singer-songwriter, who's the music, music and cultural ambassador for Mississippi, who's a friend of, of this show, and uh, has in a Mississippi Minute on the Super Talk uh, was over in Europe, and he w- he told me the story about it. He was in Europe and got into this conversation with a chef there, and he learned that Steve was a you know singer songwriter and the music and cultural ambassador. And I mean, this is in Europe now, and this is a chef from a really cool. He's a beautiful and really really nice uh, restaurant. But, man, all the guy wanted to talk about was venison, you know, Mississippi Delta and venison. And and all he said, I got to bring you some of my venison, you know, uh, uh, recipes and blah, blah, blah. And they they actually kind of struck up a friendship. And, you know, the guy said he was going to come to the Mississippi Delta and visit Steve. And but, you know, that's not unusual. I, I mean, of course, if you take 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 hunting and fishing out of it for a second, you know, when you study the the history of blues in Mississippi and what what it did to really revolutionize this European, this European uh, uh, flavor of blues. Uh, it's incredible. I mean, some of our blues musicians leave Mississippi and they go to Europe and they're mega stars when they get, when they go there. So people have a sense of what that's all about, but you know, the outdoors piece of it is just incredibly important. And the opportunity now to be a leader in this arena, to make sure we stay stay the capital of the outdoors and we leave a legacy for our kids is just, I can't say enough about that. Before we uh, shift gears, anything else you want to say on that, buddy? Not right now. I mean, we're covering it and, and hopefully, and we keep going back to this trust fund 
that's the outcome that we hope to achieve is not just to pass a bill. We want natural resources. We want places to be outside for future generations. And this trust fund is a means to that end. So yes. hopefully this thing gets done this week. But regardless of that, we still have a lot of work to do to, to make, make sure we maintain our reputation. So you, you kind of alluded to it a second ago, but a day in the life of Ed Penny as a, as a policy, public policy director is that you really probably are spending a lot of time, at least this time of year, with legislatures in session, just pouring over incredible progress reports or what's the latest that's just happening in these states. I bet there's no rest for the weary in your world this time of year. It is. It's a lot of fun, but it's very busy. I did allude to it. I was in Washington the last few days, and while I was in D.C., I, I had to keep my finger on the pulse of what's happening in Mississippi and Louisiana and South Carolina. So, you know, we hate that the pandemic occurred, but it's kind of made my job a little bit easier because now I can do a lot of things on Zoom or on Skype virtually that I used to have to go and sit down face to face or, you know, go have a lot of meetings. I still want to do face to face work and prefer that. But, you know, being able to talk to you, Ricky, uh, instead of having to come or go down to the coast and do a radio show, makes it a lot easier to stay focused on the work. So uh, usually in one day now, I'm in several states at, at once. Uh, yeah. So it's it's a lot of fun. But Ducks Unlimited, we stay focused on the real work for conservation. We don't get engaged in a lot of other battles that are best fought by other groups that we're friends with, but are best fought by other groups. And you know, we stay focused on conservation and we stay focused on the issues that might matter to waterfowl hunters and to wetlands. Uh, so that kind of narrows our focus a lot compared to what could be out there. Uh, but, you know, it's it's fun to work with a lot of other friends in all these other states. I would say in Mississippi, our coalition for the trust fund is one of the strongest. You know, we have the NRA, we have the Garden Clubs, we have the Mountain Biking Association, we have the Turkey Federation. We work with all these groups in other states, but I would say in Mississippi, we are the, we're the tightest and the closest of probably all the southern states that I get to work in. So, and I love it, too, as we're unfortunately coming to the end, but I love it, too, that what will happen as a result of the trust fund is that it will bring maybe some some members that were a little leery about the political aspect of it. It's, I, I think we'll bring some of them into the fold. And I say we. I mean, you guys will bring them into the fold. And it, the coalition actually will get stronger as a result of this legislation. And and then you can make what that will do is make the fights in the future less less hard because more people are on board. But anyway, Ed Penny from Ducks and Limits, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Always great to see you, Ricky, and thanks for all your friendship and support. You bet, you bet. We'll see you after this break. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.